It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. What's up, everybody? This is Clark Schmidt here, pitcher for the New York Yankees. And you are listening to the boys of 161st Street, the greatest Yankee podcast in the world. Thank you guys for tuning in. All right, welcome back to the boys of 161st Street, episode 194. The Yankees don't, don't complete the sweep against the Tigers. Offense looks lifeless. The pitching is great. Yankees stink, uh, and they think it's still think it's funny to uh, continue to play the joke on Monty. It's a three-year running joke where they just don't score runs runs for him whenever he uh, pitches. So that's funny, and I don't know who's worse, Garrett Cole or Joey Gallo, but we have a lot to talk about on this episode. Um, but before we get into that, I wanted to talk about one thing first, is that in the game today, uh, Aaron Boone intentionally walked Miguel Cabrera. I just, wanted, right to get, baseball just wanted to get your guys' take on that. I mean, it's the right baseball move. I mean, yeah. I agree. I mean, lefty coming up, Lucky's coming in, <laughs> Lucky's on the mound. Miguel Cabrera Do you actually sense. mean that, or are you just saying that because you didn't want to see I, I personally, with the way the game was going, I wouldn't have hated to see Miggy at his 3,000. I mean, there. yeah, but it was 1-0. Yeah. That's true. No, it's totally the right like, baseball move. It's the right baseball move. And but I, at what point do you get into the unwritten rules of never. baseball, and does, not, that, does that fall under that? I don't think this falls under that. Not at I don't all. know. I, I'd, I, I'd, I don't know. I wouldn't want a pity 3,000th hit. No. I, I it's just, not a pity 3,000th hit. It's just they are going to yeah, pitch to him. It's it's like, it wouldn't be a pity of... thing. They're not going to give him... They're not serving it on a silver platter saying like, hey, this one's going to be down the middle like we do in MVP baseball and we just do the like perfect down the middle pitch for your best player. Like He's going to still get a regular at-bat. It's just a matter of if he's going to get pitches thrown to him or not. He When he got... He like thought he was going to get intentionally walked, which he knew because that's the right baseball move. But I'm just saying, I wanted to get your perspective and see well, like... We were just talking about this the other day. That the Yankees can't score, you know, whatever. They need to play every team, every at-bat the same. You don't walk, or I mean, you don't throw to Miguel Cabrera, the best hitter of our lifetime, just so he can have a shot at 3,000 hits. Or Regardless of the situation, we're trying to win a game. Exactly. And like I, I respect it's, the hell of it. If it's a 1-0 game Mickey. and we do not score runs. Higgy too. Yeah, but like, yeah. I obviously, like, I, re- I love Miggy. Like, I love Miguel like, I just know There's nothing like... Against that whatsoever, but we're trying to win a game, and he's gonna get it eventually. Like I'm not. <laughs> oh, he's gonna get it. I mean, yeah. if we look back on it now and just know that our offense still fucking sucks, and we never were gonna score a run anyway, then yeah, throw him, throw him a fucking ball on a tee and see how far he can hit it for his three thousandth hit. But at the time, even if there's a very small chance that we score a run, at least there's a chance, and one runs a lot easier to come back from than three in the ninth inning. What was that whole ceremony thing about? <laughs> they were going to have a full ceremony in the middle of the game if he got it. That's ridiculous. A full ceremony. That's ridiculous. What? Like 
Did you see, you didn't see that? No. The Tigers were going to have a full ceremony in the middle of the game if Miguel Cabrera got his three thousand in the middle of the game. Yeah, yeah, they warned Jordan Montgomery before the game that if he well, get find a ceremony though, like they literally told him to go to the tunnel and throw to stay warm. Who Montgomery? The Tigers told, told Montgomery to go that like you're welcome to use our facilities, whatever to throw. We're having a ceremony, a full ceremony if he gets his three thousand. Did did they do that for Jeter? No, no. Nobody does that. Funny ever. story about it's, that. The Tigers have you, fucking nothing to celebrate. Funny story about that. I told you about this, but my friend, uh, he had tickets to the day that Jeter hit his 3,000th home run. Not home run. <laughs> wow, Dude, that would be a lot of fucking home runs. His 3,000th throughout 3,000th. It's a tongue twister. I can't hit. say it either. So it's um, and he didn't go because he had tickets to the next day as well because he thought that he wasn't going to get it because he needed four that day, similar to Miggy the other night if he got it. And so he decided not to go, and then he missed Jeter's 3K hits. Oh, he's, what he's a jackass, huh? That's kind of t- <laughs> I'd be pretty fucking pissed off about that still to this day. Yeah, I think the ceremony would have been ridiculous. I'll say that. Like, have it after the game. Dude, or, I mean, do ha- what everybody team, else does. Like, come out, give him handshakes, like, give him hugs. Like, that's fine. It, it should be five Zip minutes. your cap, whatever. Five to ten minutes. Yeah. Ceremony that like, was gonna give him a fucking trophy. And and he said, I don't know, you need to, the like little league opening day ceremony. They line <laughs> up the trucks and drive around fucking yeah. America and throw candy to everybody. I would just like, wanted to see it because I'm not gonna be watching. I mean, I'll, I'll watch now. I'll go out of my way to now watch just to see him hit his 3,000th home run. I keep saying home run. It's not, <laughs> be, I guarantee. I'm gonna go out of my way I, to watch no, it, but won't. I am gonna watch no, it. I'm gonna, I am gonna. I'm gonna forget. I'm gonna forget, and then we're gonna see the highlight. How and then many I'm gonna times? Be like, wow. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna say wow just as much as I am gonna say if I saw it live. There's so no way I'm I just have... would have preferred to see it. Yeah, of a, course. In a game that I was already watching. There's no way I'm gonna have a Tigers game on tomorrow night and just waiting for the, the at bat from the hit. Of, no. Yeah. Let's not go to the Yankee game that we have tickets for. Let's go. Yeah. Let's stay home and watch the Tigers and fucking Rockies play. Yeah, I'll catch yeah. the highlight and I'll. I'll, I'll give it. Whatever. I'll give the post a like. Whatever, <laughs> whatever I see that as a, out of respect for Miguel Cabrera. A um, couple things before we get going in the rest of the episode. Uh, I forgot to mention at the top of the show. The show is obviously, as always, presented by Chalkboard. Chalkboard's a very fun app that we've been Some we've been we've been doodling lately. around with lately. And uh, we told you guys about it before. If you aren't in the group chat yet and you listen to this podcast, we see the numbers. The numbers don't add up. Um, there are more True. people that listen to the podcast than that are in the Chalkboard group it's a group chat where you can sync your your bets from your preferred uh betting app betting is legal everywhere so get with the program start betting we know you're doing it it's either through an illegal bookie yeah. or something else like that uh even if you have an illegal bookie you can still you can still track, you your, can bets still track your bets yeah. you can put them in uh however you want but here's, yeah, uh, here's the thing we're, we're trying to build the biggest yankees group chat of all time i mean that's the goal right i mean yeah. like yeah right now we're at about 200 people in it and it's i'll tell you what the uh the group chat's buzzing during game yeah. days, even ner- during not game days. I got a few good morning texts in yeah. this group chat, and I, shout I, out I Ryan. really yeah, sh- <laughs> shout out Ryan. Ryan's stream is just now finishing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he's just now seeing Miguel Cabrera intentionally walk. <laughs> Don't want to ruin the rest of the game for him, but, but yeah, alert. it's uh, it's a ton of fun. We're all in the group chat. Uh, Murph isn't here today. He's still he's pouring beers again because he's just he's a he loves to grind the Gruden grinder. But uh, he will he's in the group chat as well. Uh, if you join the group, do a funny picture. And also another thing we will be doing, we haven't finalized this yet, but we'll be doing giveaways to the people that are exclusively in that group chat with us. So whether it be jerseys, t-shirts, 
uh, tickets to games, anything you name it, we're going to be giving it away in that group chat. So make sure you go to the link in our bio, uh, in the podcast app that you're listening to, and just swipe up. It's it's right over there. It's always we're posting about it. So go ahead and join the group, download the app, and have some fun with us. Um, moving on to the series that you know Chandler might not know this, but we did take two out of three. I know we took two out of three. <laughs> just because I think that the offense sucks doesn't mean I understand that we won two games. Okay. I can count. I just not I well, did want to readdress that before this trip of 15 games, it was against the Orioles, Tigers, and then it was going to be, you know, the next three is the Indians, who are apparently the very who? good. The, oh, excuse me. The Cleveland baseball team. Hmm. I'm not calling them the Guardians. Um, the the Cleveland baseball team, like <laughs> the Orioles, and then the Royals, all for three each the next nine games. We're three and three in the first six games of this 15-game stretch. We said if we would be we would be happy with 11. We said 10 and a half. 10 and a half. So, i.e., I'd be happy with Sorry, 11. Sorry, I, I already was ha- – I had that chambered ready to go before you said anything. What? That we, the over-under was 10 and a half. Yeah, I'd I wasn't be happy saying with you were 11. wrong. I was just ready to rock over. We're at three and three so far. So That's not good. Basic math will tell you that we need to get, uh, you know, a lot, nearly all of the rest of the games, which we won't do. The Guardians are very good, and they hit the ball. That's something that is foreign to us. Hey, man, I said, well, after the the last series, I was just like, we just gotta win series, and that's all we gotta do. Like, I know, like this was no. like we we needed we needed to win the series, we need to sweep it, but we won the series, and like here's the thing, we don't even need to sweep it. Show. No, we need some to. We signs need to. of series like these. We do. I'm saying, yes, well, I'm not saying that's not why I'm mad. I'm mad because the offense shows zero sign of life and zero sign of improvement. And this, I'm, I'm tired of the. It's only April, man. Calm down. No, it's been two and a half fucking years, and it's the same problems. And they're not getting better. They're not getting. They're getting worse. Actually, they are getting. I mean, they're getting they're worse. They're historically the worst offense. They're getting worse month after month, first month, year after year. There's no signs of improving. There's no consistency anywhere in that lineup. The players that are supposed to be the anchors, Judge, Stanton, are hitting like dog shit. Gallo, I don't think he's seen a base in two weeks. Like <laughs> He got a single today. Glaber Torres is benched half the fucking time because he's terrible. Like it, Our <laughs> offense is bad. Our <laughs> offense is fucking bad. Can like, I read there's you no the other way numbers? around it. I have yeah. the offensive ranks. Go fucking ahead. Uh, okay, I will. Uh, so uh, the Yankees offense rank... Uh, in the entire MLB, not just the AL, is 15th in weighted runs created plus 10th in strikeout percentage, uh, 10th not being good. You don't want to be high in that. Uh, 16th in on-base percentage, 18th in offensive war, 16th in home runs for a home run hitting team. That's not very good. A team that lives and dies by the long ball and that has a lot of strikeouts, being 16th is just not going to cut the mustard and 20th in batting average. Um, I know, Chandler, you shared me a graphic about the, the shutout thing. Yeah, I got it pulled up. This is by Gabe or Playoff Tanaka. I'm sure a lot of people see me pops up on my feed all the time. So if you're a listener, Gabe, then shout out to you. But so Yankees times being shut out per season. 2017, 18, and 19. All full 162 game seasons. 3-3-2 three, three, and two for the whole season. 2020, twice in 60 games. 2021, here's where, where the boys get hot. We got eight shutouts last year. And then this year, through 13, we have three. That's as much. Let me remind you, that's more than we had in the entire 2019 season. It's not good. And one one other thing not to just 
spew stats at you guys. Uh, I mean, that's an important stat. No, no, no. I'm just saying all in all, because I'm going to throw one more stat out there. Okay. I don't want to just be a computer here. No, hit me. We, yeah. we do have personalities <laughs> I, here. I know. I almost mistook you for a computer. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> um, the Yankees are in with runners in scoring position this season. They're slashing 176 batting average, 276 on base, and 287 OPS. To be that's clear, that's not, not good. That's bad, right? That's, that is bad. They're okay, 19 cool. for 108 with RISP. That is runners <laughs> in scoring position for 13 games this year. Uh, that's really bad. Um, that's, no, that's that's horrendous. That's horrendous. And uh, there's no word to describe how terrible that I is. I almost feel like those numbers are probably even worse against the bad teams. Like I think we did better probably against the Blue Jays and, and the Yeah, because we're getting on base against I don't the have bad teams. To and base then that we're off. just not capitalizing on any situation at all. And then like we just think that, oh yeah, we will bunt a ball here and there and then like, oh yeah, we're now we're gonna be playing small ball and then we just can't fucking hit anything after that. Do you think there's any like I saw this Brennan Cuddy tweeted this and said do you, what's a realistic change that you would want the Yankees to like what? What do you think is a realistic change that they, that they can actually implement, or they can actually be better at in well, the next saw, week or so um, of games? And the next nine against these shitty teams, we're just like in the near future. What's something realistic that think you think that can change? You keep calling the Guardians shitty. They're not shitty. I well, we said this fifteen game stretch before we knew the Guardians were like a very a competitive an baseball offensive team. Juggernaut. Yeah. I um I saw some some guy on Twitter. I'm not gonna. Say so I uh, came up with this, but one guy was like, um, "In order to get this offense going, we should just use metal bats." And that, <laughs> <laughs> that gave me a little chuckle. Metal bats, steroids. Um, I spider I tag. like. I I don't know. Like I would say, you know, the obvious answer is like, "Oh yeah, just switch the lineup around." But like we do that anyway, and that doesn't work That's either. It's not the obvious answer. It's the obvious answer that we should stop. Actually, that takes me to a point. Like maybe. The one thing that's a realistic change is to stop changing the lineup, and maybe that can give us and we, some. We've had a consistent lineup the last couple of games, and nothing's fucking changed. Last, I, the last three know. games, we had a pretty consistent lineup. There's nothing really you can say that's not unrealistic. Like you have to just be like, yeah. The only thing you can say that's like, I don't know. Like you just say you have to hope that they turn it around. There's there's, no, there's nothing, nothing that you can, can say. Be like, oh, put the bat on the ball. Like, what do you want me to do? Like, there's. Nothing that you could say about them that is just going to turn around. They're not going to flip a switch, so it's going to be a gradual change, and hopefully no they could change. they could take some hacks against the Orioles. And like like I said before on the other episode, like the Orioles series, you need to win. Like you need to win. You need to sweep that series. You need to win the other two series because the Indians are no slouch, and the Royals. I don't know how they're doing, but they're in third, I think, in their division. So. They're no slouch either, but like they're not great, so we'll see with them. I'd like to see. I'm excited to see Bobby Witt a little bit. But we, yeah, we need I guess to those, those are the, those are the things that us. I'm looking for in series now. Like Miggy's three thousand hit. Uh, I mean, seeing Bobby Witt, uh, seeing Stephen Kwan on the Guardians, painfully, painfully bad. There's a, I was trying to think of something to actually give you a serious response to that, but there's nothing that will actually help this offense. There's literally nothing. The people that we have have been here for years. They're not going anywhere. The front office will not bring anybody in that's, like, good, and they won't pull up any prospects. So we're stuck here just treading fucking water, and we're going to until either we miss the playoffs or something drastic happens. With that being said, we know the offense, and I don't want to keep talking about it because it's already been 15 minutes of us just shitting on the offense, and everybody watching gets it, and the frustration is valid. They're probably with us. They're probably with us. And I don't know what's going to happen with that. It's probably going to be more of the same. I do think, and I'll be the optimist on the podcast here, 
I do think that the offense is obviously better than this. This is probably the floor of any team, especially a team with the payroll that we have and the, the on-paper talent that we have. Obviously, that's the case, too, because this is the historically the worst start in the Yankees' I actually offensive do have a question. history. But I'm just saying, I think in terms of the offense as a whole, I mean, there's no way to go down from here, so they're going to go up from here. That's my, that's my silver lining to it. But I, I, th- I do think, you know, guys like Stanton and guys like Judge, they're not playing very well right now, but we know they're one of the streakiest combinations of players in all of baseball. So we just got to hope for, not hope for a hot streak. They will have a hot streak. This is just a cold streak. That's how they do it. DJ LeMahieu, that's a good silver lining too. He's playing very well. IKF Aaron Hicks very, is playing very well. IKF is playing good baseball Great. now. Stealing bases. So He's doing exactly what we signed him up to be. We might have to uh, send Chandler to the sun because he wanted to send IKF to, to the sun last episode. I mean, that was totally fair. And we, me and Damon shut it down. So it's I actually have a real question. When do we stop saying this team is good on paper? Because we've been saying that for three years and they keep at putting the end up, of this year. They keep putting up below yeah, average it's, it's, seasons. It's like the end. How how long are we just going to be like, yeah, I mean, on paper, Glaber Torres is awesome. No, he's fucking not. He no, hasn't been good in Glaber. two years. Joey Gallo, yeah, he's awesome on paper. No, he's fucking not. Give him a little bit more time. I think Gallo looks like the worst Gallo's player got on the planet. Gallo's got like oh, one more week left. <laughs> he doesn't have one more week left. <laughs> no, he does no, look no, like if, absolute if me, garbage. Of me believing in him. Oh, I don't believe in him right now. Dude, I, we were he doesn't we, believe in we, himself. Me and Rella were talking about this watching the game. We were just like, I love how he strikes out and just looks so confused. Like, whoa. How did that happen? How did, that happen? <laughs> How did they get that one by Whoa. me? They really got me there. I also yeah. saw a funny stat oh too that God. he had more strikeouts than Garrett Cole did the other night. Um, that's yeah. that's that's the stat you need just to describe how the season is going right there. I don't know who that's worse on. It's worse on Cole, I think. I think it's worse on Cole. Yeah, Gallo, even, Gallo does that. We haven't even addressed that yet. No, we were going to get to it. We're okay. working our way down there. All right, I'm sorry. I'm there's a plan here. There. I'm the host. There's a plan. Just saying. But yeah, I, th- I think that's worse off on Cole because you expect that out of Gallo. Like Gallo will have a four strikeout night more often than not, and then he makes up for it with a home run. Hopefully, we haven't seen that much. It's got to happen, um, right? Has, does he have any yet? I'm gonna hammer it tomorrow. Does he have any yet? No, he has no home runs, no RBIs. Who? Gallo. Gallo. Yeah, no. Who hits home run first, um, Trevino or Gallo? Trevino. Trevino. You really think that? No, Trevino won't. Play. <laughs> I, don't really, I don't really think that. It was but. shit. Oh, speaking of Gallo, did you see that the Padres tried to trade for him and we turned him down? They, they apparently the Yankees wanted a package like they, according to the article, the exact wording was that they wanted a package that basically forgot his time with the Yankees. They wanted to pay. They wanted the Padres to pay what we paid for him, and they're like, "Yeah, no, fuck you, dude. He hit one sixty on the Yankees." I mean, I don't think that's unrealistic. He was on the Yankees for such a short sample size. I really don't think omitting that season. Like, you can't really take that into consideration when reworking an entire You can't tra- ask like, a fucking King's ransom. You can't ask no, for you four can't, top I don't 20 think, prospects. I don't think because he had a bad fucking three months with the Yankees, you could be like, oh, that guy sucks at that point in time. I'm not so, I mean, that's just blowing that way out of proportion. I'm saying he's not worth four top 20 prospects no, no, of course anymore. Not, but and that's what they wanted, and they blew off the trade. Shocker that the Yankees front office made a bad decision. Who would have ever guessed that? You want to get into the Cole shenanigans? Shenanigans so, is a nice way to put it. I'm just happy at least, and I'm sure a lot of people are happy that he didn't really make any excuses. I wish I had his 
No, I, I don't oh. wish I had. It made me sad. He said queued up. when he was like, "Oh, like, what'd you say when you were getting taken out?" He was like a bunch of four-letter words. That's, that was his response. Yeah. What? Fuck. Fuck shit. <laughs> Not I didn't realize how many know. curse words are four letter words. <laughs> <laughs> we can make a really nice list. Before we wait, before we get into Cole, I just actually no, let's get into Cole. Um, another fun fact that I saw about Cole, and shout out to I don't I'm not sure who it was in the chat in the chalkboard chat. Go join it. Um, ad, but I saw somebody said he made seventeen thousand per pitch the other night. Yeah, yeah. So. Dude, he had that makes me. I feel mean, he, really makes, good he makes myself. it every night, but <laughs> yeah, but no, but usually this night, I think he made more. Yeah. you more than one and two things. Yeah. Yeah, fuck it. The amount per pitch he made a lot more because he only threw. Actually, uh, I got. Well, that's I not got true. Got he threw a lot of pitches. I don't know. I didn't 80, even check the math. He threw eighty pitches. Yeah, he threw a normal game, but in that shit, even outing, he's <laughs> it's money well spent for the Yankees, I'd say. But um, Clark Schmidt, that's a positive. I know. We'll get there. I want to talk about the rest of the pitching, but I want to keep talking Clark about Schmidt happened after Garrett Cole. Yeah, this is a sequence. Yeah, um, so Cole went one point two innings. A, a script, fucking. Well, no, we, we have Cole to talk about. Let's talk about Cole. Okay. Um, how? When do you get concerned? Are you already concerned? That was my question. I I said prior to this game, I said two more starts, and I'm gonna be uh, worried. And this is one start that was terrible. And I'll you know I'll give him it was cold whatever it was not that cold out I'll it was say like fifty it. fuck off like uh, I actually love that they were talking about how cold it was because it was like fifty degrees and everybody was wearing just the full they ski had like mask a hood and everything on, like, like fanny pack even even like, in Boston too when we we're watching Vladdy Jr. at at bat he was wearing a full blown ski mask it's just like I get I get I get chilly. he lost some weight and maybe he does not used to <laughs> being that skinny and not having the the extra know. poundage to keep him warm but I don't know. But I, I said two more starts before last game, and he he's got one more start to really, like, he needs to, like, shove. And I've been saying that, but... He's not going to just shove next start. No, I don't want a, I want a quality start. I want him to make it past, like, the fifth inning or something. That's, like... He's broken. Not let up more he's than not four broken. runs. He looks terrible. He's broken between the ears. Do you listen to him talk? I don't give a shit how he talks. He always sounded like Kermit. It doesn't matter to Dude, me. Dude, he could not throw I don't, a strike. I'm not fully worried about him. I think, obviously... It's not to the fullest extent you can blame just on the shortened spring training, but that's it's certainly a little bit of an aspect. You have you have to. So is everybody else. Though. I know, I know. I'm just, but a lot of people aren't stretched out. He's not used to it. That's the only thing I can say. But I do think it's a long fucking season. He's had three starts, so I mean, I don't think we can hit the panic meter on him right now. I get. I, I think. I give him I one, think more, one more start before I'm. I'm I don't think I'm that he panic. will. Just turn it around next start. That's certainly not. He I show just me, show, me some, show me some improvement. I didn't assault you for that. I completely agree. I just think that it's going to be a gradual change. I think he's going to be a. He's going to be back to Cy Young Cole. I'm confident in that. It's just going to take at least a month. I, I think it'd be like June or July if that happens. Do you think I mean, that he will be back to that? No, at all. If it takes him until July to get back, then that's a that's a huge issue. I'm, he's not right. I completely disagree. He's not right right now, man. He's just not. When was the last time you watched Cole, Cole walk five batters in a game? Much less yeah. an inning. It's one game. But it's been You're really going to take one game and just be like, yeah, Cole's not going to no, be. You're, you're right. Cole looked awesome. He, there's the no reason it's, to be worried at all. That's not the like, point at all. I'm just saying he's not right right now. I don't think it's going to be, boom, he's back. Neither did I. I just finished saying that I don't think it's going to well, be the, that. What's wrong with me saying it's going to take a little bit of time? 
No, I said at any point in time this season, do you think by the time August, let's let's mark August, do you think he'll be Cy Young Cole by August? I don't think he'll, he may get back to where he's putting that up for a stretch. I don't think he's, right now, if you told me that he was going to win a Cy Young, I wouldn't believe you. I don't think, like, he just looks really, I've never seen him look like this. I prefer to err on the side of him being a very fucking dominant pitcher for the last four years versus the last three games. I mean, that's why I'm kind of last like 10 games, but. I'm just saying, like five. I've never, I've never seen Seven Cole look the way he has. Okay, I, I, I think he's gonna be fine. I think he will be too eventually, but I just like. It's What's your panic take time. meter at? At a percentage, like five percent. Okay, so you're not worried at all. I'm no, I'm t- I just told you I'm not panicking. I just don't think that that he's gonna flip a switch. That didn't add I, up. That didn't add up at all. How does that not add up? Because you're saying. That you don't think he's going to be good until July or August, but your panic meter is at 5%. That's f- three or four starts. It's, it's, it's like April eight starts. 21st. It's like eight starts. I said June or July. So that's, that's eight starts. Dude, if he's still bad after eight starts. I don't starts, think he's going to be this bad, but I'm just saying, I don't think that in two starts he's going to be throwing eight innings shut up. No. Like six. I said eight. So five like, percent panic meter is like you're no, not worried whatsoever. I was saying five out. I, mis- I was saying five out of ten. Oh, oh. I said percent. percent. Oh well, normally a panic meter is out of ten. Okay, I will. That's, that's five out of ten. So okay, so, that, that, okay, so that, that adds that's up. that adds up. Okay, that checks out in my brain. Yeah, Great. five out of ten. Great. <laughs> People are calling for him to go to the sun. I'm not no. going to put him on the I, um, We're not I, doing a again, sun vote today, by the way. We're I doing think we it were next. Uh, almost premature on Chapman. That was a very emotional decision. Does he deserve it? Probably, but I'm just we saying. We said it before. It's just timeout. Yeah. It's timeout. He, he Cole, deserved it. He no. deserved it. Cole, Cole does not have like three years of blowing important games. I'm going to give I'm gonna Garrett Cole one more start to show any. Doesn't have to be perfect game. Doesn't have to be like he doesn't have to go eight innings. Doesn't need to shove. I just want to. Sh- I want to see some sign of improvement. A better start. Get through five innings. Don't waste the entire bullpen. That kind of fucked us for the next game. Like you got to show some improvement and just like let us know that you're still there. That's all I want. The one let us know you're still thing there. that I'm still Is anybody home anybody home positive about. I guess with Garrett Cole to play against myself was that start against the Blue Jays. He really didn't look bad. I mean, Vladimir Guerrero is just an amazing hitter. It was ugly. It was ugly on paper, but he looked, that was the closest to the real Garrett Cole we've seen. And he looked pretty good. So Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm upset that he couldn't build on that against a dog shit. I wouldn't say dog shit, but they, they've got a lot of injuries right now and they're not a great team in the Tigers. That was, that was your time to come out and build on a good start. And really shut it down. And through one, through the first inning, he looked awesome. And I was like, okay, our guy's back. And then he just imploded. And I've never, I have not seen Garrett Cole implode like that since he was a Pittsburgh Pirate. And that yep. that concerns me, is what I'm saying. Maybe it's rock bottom. Maybe maybe it bounces up from there. He can't go further down than rock bottom. All right, so let's talk about the rest of the pitching because not everybody's as bad as Garrett Cole. And <laughs> he, I think he'll turn it around. So inevitably, when he turns it around and the rest of the team is pitching the way they are right now. I think we're in a good spot. Um, and then I have a question about that afterwards that I'll post to you guys. But uh, the pitching as a whole, not just relievers, not just the starters, third in the ERA, first in the American League, fifth in war, and fourth in uh, case per nine. That's pretty fucking good. And the pitching Fantastic. has been awesome. The relievers specifically have been even better. Um, I mean, guys like Mike King, 
just Clay Holmes, snaps, Clark Schmidt, snaps Clark, Clark Schmidt Miguel Castro through. has been pretty damn good. Like just yeah. this whole bullpen yeah, as a, yeah. as a whole is just is just very 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 good, and I think they're here to stay. Clay My Holmes question nice. to you guys is: Do you think since the offense is so goddamn bad and the pitching is so goddamn good, what do you think is more likely to to continue? The pitching being this good, like this tier. Yeah, I'd agree because we we versus the, the we versus know what the we rock have in the bottom offense. offense. We know what we have in the offense. This is what the offenses look like for two and a half years. This pitching has been slowly getting better, slowly building pieces, and I've been the first person to tell you that's due for regression. But I think that out of those two, I I, I trust this pitching over the course of one sixty two than this offense. The offense is built to go through periods like this more than once. Even when they're at their best, there's still half of the lineup that's not hitting. The pitchers. We have a very stacked farm system of pitchers, and we turned them all into relievers. Clark Schmidt, Mike King. Now we're bringing in guys, and Matt Blake, hats off to him. He's been fucking incredible. You bring in guys like Clay Holmes, Miguel Castro. I know he blew up today a little bit, but, I mean, at the end of the day, we still lost 3 nothing. So, I mean, you bring in these complementary pieces. Loisega, there's another starter that turned into a damn good reliever. You mix them all together, and you actually have a pretty, a pretty incredible product. Um, the starting pitching has been pretty good as well. When Garrett Cole's your worst starter, that's pretty good. So, yeah, yeah, I I think that's a lot more sustainable than anything, any semblance of the offense coming alive. Yeah, I mean, Monty hasn't got run support in two years. Literally, it's been two years. The funniest running joke ever. It's just true now. Dude, do you remember that stretch last year? He went like 15 games of giving up three runs or less, and his record in those was like three and six. Ridiculous. And it's yeah, like the big I, I, um, I agree with Chandler hundred percent on that. I think that the pitching has shown just like incredible consistency this whole season so far. And, um, it dates and back to last year too. It does. It, it does. And I also just think that it's going to be a shitty to say, but it's just the reality of it. This offense, I don't think will ever be a hundred percent clicking on all cylinders. No. It will not. It will never. It will never happen when everyone in the lineup is hot, doing their job. There's always going to be one guy, or two guys who are hot, and the rest are just kind of average, not seeing the baseball at all. That's why. That's, and that's what's going to be. It sounds like a pessimistic thing to say, and it's not. I'm not trying to be like the cool pessimistic guy that's trying to blow hot takes. I don't. This you is are. why I don't think. No, I'm not. Fuck off. This is why I don't think the Yankees are a true contender because I don't think the offense can do that against elite pitching for an entire month. The offense cannot thrive against elite pitching for an entire month, which is what you have to do to win a World Series. The pitch we have a World Series rotation with a little league fucking offense. And it's not, it's not the elite pitching that I'm worried about that we're facing. It's just they they're just inconsistent all around against whoever they're facing. Exactly, which is going to be just magnified against yes. the best pitchers in the world. So that's why I don't think that we're a true contender. We won't be with this core of offense. I hope I'm wrong. And I'm not trying. I don't even think that's necessarily a hot take. I just don't think that they can do that for the span of a month. No, I mean, dude, remember when we were talking last season and we were like talking about how it was like every other month we were hot and then dog shit, hot and then dog (laughs) shit. And then we were like, we just got to hope that the time October comes around. That's our hot month. Like, we're just literally banking our entire playoff run on the te- whole team turning around at the right time. And that's 
that's not a great uh, strategy for trying to win a World Series. Just kind of banking it on the whole team turning around. Still in second place, so I know. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, but these teams are playing each other, and we're playing the Tigers and the Orioles. We already played the Blue Jays and the Red Sox yeah, the, for six, so that's a lot of games. Just saying. I'm just all saying, this negativity. We still find ourselves in second place, uh, half and game that's, out, that's the positive or for one game out. That's, I mean, that's the positive. But, the, but on the flip side, that like, like we were talking about last episode, it's fine and dandy, and it looks good on the scoreboard. But what makes the difference at the end of the year are these drop games against shitty competition. Because no, the Blue Jays aware. and the Red Sox and the Rays, they're not losing games against the Orioles. They're not going three and three against the Tigers and the Orioles. They're going five and one. And no. that's the difference. In, I know. Over we harped on that last, last episode, but I'm just saying we have had the most historically poor offensive production for the first month of the season in the history of the Yankees, and we still find ourselves in second place. That's not bad. It's a testament to our pitching. Okay. Yep. And I, I, I wanted to highlight that just because there's been a lot of negativity this entire episode in the past couple episodes. Honestly, it's not been fun being on this podcast, but I'm just saying all that to say – we're still in second place. We could be worse. Like we are literally, when you hear the word historically poor offensive production or words, what do you think? We're in last place in a, in a division. That's this fucking strong. We would be in last place. We're not, we're in second place. So yeah, I mean, I'm very happy about that. And when you look at the, again, testament to the pitching, you look at the rest of the pitching. I mean, do you want to just do like a little bit of a trust tree action right now with the pitching? Because we know sure. that we are... Is this our first one of the year? Yeah, we know that we're trusting the pitching, both the bullpen and the starting pitching, because I think Cole's going to turn around. What do we think of the pitching at this moment in time? So the trust tree, when we do this, it's not, you know, it's more of a power ranking type thing. It's like who, it's like a right now... Are we going bullpen? Trust tree. Let's go bullpen first. Damon? Um, you want me to start because I have one. Yeah, I need a, I need a, a visual person. I need to pull up the roster. Right, so and, uh, <laughs> my mine is probably Mike King at number one right now. He deserves that, and I don't think that's being prisoner of the moment. I think his stuff has looked electric. He's pitch, He has he has the most innings pitched right now on the Yankees. It's actually fun to look at the top two innings pitched for just usage. I mean, you tend to use the guys that are that are the best. And this might be because they're, you know, mopping up after after Garrett Cole when he gets pulled in 1.2, and you need guys to go long, but it's King and, and Mike and Clark Schmidt. I almost said Mike Schmidt. Mine, um, really? But no, 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 that's not – I'm not saying that Clark Schmidt is two. Oh, I I'm say saying King. that I'm looking at the top two innings pitched is King and Clark Schmidt, which is, which is very exciting to see because we've been waiting for – at least waiting for Clark Schmidt to be used a, a ton for the past couple of years, and he finally is, so – uh, my king has always been, but my trust tree is king. Even though Luizaga has been a little bit lackluster, I still have confidence in him. He's been he's a very good pitcher. That's not that's not going to change for a couple outings. Uh, probably then Clay Holmes for me, then Clark Schmidt, Miguel Castro has been oddly I'm, I've been oddly confident in him. So I'd go with him over Chapman. I go Chapman after that, and then I go Chad Green. Mine, I'm pretty similar. I'd have Clay Holmes at one. Okay. Clay Holmes is disgusting. He is That's disgusting. my guy. I can't wait to be right out of my hot take of the year. I'm going to be so excited. I, I'm going to go Clay Holmes one. I'm going to go Loisaga two. King three. There's For the top like three or four, there's no wrong answer. That's not That's me all saying that yeah. King or is not good or any of that. Just to preface the rest of my list, there's no one. Until you get to that like Chapman level, Wandy, 
then yeah. there's no real separating. But I think Clay Holmes right now has has my my respect as the number one. Then I go Lewisaga, just you know, piggybacking off what you said. Uh, Michael King probably, probably Clark Schmidt. Uh, then probably Wandy, and then Chapman. <laughs> you really have Shannon below Wandy. I disagree with that. No, no, no. Uh, no Wandy's been good. That's okay. It's it's still overall this Chapman. Well, okay, flip flop him, whatever, and then Licky, and then Chad Green. Licky has been good this season. He's been very good. He's been good last season too. Very good. I, I just, know. I well, just, I just find it hard to put Licky is good. them Their, over. Our Chad bullpen Green. is good. Like, there's no nobody here that's other than Chad Green, and you know how I feel about Chad Green. That I feel confident ranking over the other. The only, re- the only one I feel confident in right now in that list is Clay Holmes at one. Everybody else, pick him out of a hat. Yeah, and. I mean, they're yeah. they're fucking awesome. They're this is not me ranking them because they're bad. This is they're so good it's hard to rank right now. I really gotta give Mike Kane the one spot just because of Welcome in. Just because of like the situation he was put in and has been put in and the way he's just been getting out of it. Like that's just like ice in my ice in his veins to have a play right there. Like that's that's something that, you know, obviously if someone else put in a situation, maybe they could have gotten out of it, but Mike King was a the guy they put. I in don't there. know that anybody could have got out of that base. I'm saying, I'm saying Mike, Mike I'm King saying, got I'm out. Of, have, no, I'm, Mike I'm actually did. Kudos to Mike King for that. I don't think anybody else on this list, at least when we're doing a trust tree, we're comparing against each other on the team. Don't think anybody else would have got out of that. I think a yeah. Chapman could have. He's yeah. really good with the bases loaded. <laughs> nobody out. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and Clay Holmes again has been awesome. Roll this Chapman. We're leaving. Roll this Chapman. I still think Lewis is a guy. I'm still trusting him a lot. I mean, he's again. He hasn't looked amazing, but. I still think he's he's gotten a he's little. Fine. I know that's our favorite word as Yankees fans right now is unlucky, but I feel like Lewisaga has gotten a bunch of bloop little dinkers yeah, in there yeah. that have kind of screwed him and so come back King, to in the ass. Clay, King Clay Lewisaga, I'd I'd put um, Licky and Clark probably hand in hand. They're they're both different four situations. Four A, four B. Yeah, because they're both different situations. I feel like Clark is going to be like that long middle reliever. Yeah, guy. when Cole gets yanked in one point yeah, two, when a pitcher does bad and like that's perfect spot for him that's like kind of what chad green used to be and um he fulfilled that role perfectly look he's just like a one inning guy against a couple lefties and he's been dominant um you know we're all shaman we all know what's going on with him but you know I'm, i still feel he's had two good games <laughs> i still feel okay with him right now i feel better with him than fucking wandy i'll tell you that right now um what's with the wandy hate from you two He's not. I don't just think don't he's that like good. Right now. I mean, he's not he's amazing, but what has he done in the last like? Nothing. He just doesn't get me excited. Yeah. Doesn't get the doesn't get the pants tent going. Yeah. Sorry. And, uh, it's a field test. Oh, that's fine. Miguel but, Castro, like he's been like his stuff is nasty, but trust wise, I don't know. I still I'm on the edge of my seat when he throws, so I I have no idea what to expect because that ball could be, he could throw eight balls in a row, or he could come out and be lights out. And yeah, I want to so I want to also emphasize that this is a. Strictly a confidence that we yeah. have in this player coming in an X situation with leverage, very high leverage, like just the order in which we would say, oh, wow, yeah, great, or fuck, he's coming in. Like that, It's essentially yeah. that scale. Like Castro so it's nothing is... to do with like sabermetrics or X Woba, and the, oh, obviously not Woba, that's offensive, but like X FIP and all this other sabermetrics has nothing to do with that. Yeah, that'd be Castro. Save it, I nerds. Like, I just like... His stuff is that kind of stuff that's just make or break, and that 
that gives me uh, anxiety. I didn't realize <laughs> he threw a hundred. Who? Miguel Castro. Yeah, he's got he the like, juice. He like flicks it. It's very weird. Yeah, that was weird. He's got the easy gas. At least he got rid of his easy Mets gas. glove. The heavy ball. Not like JoJo Gray. Shout out JoJo. And then I put uh, Ralph Macho at the, at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Not JP Sears. <laughs> he got cut. He's got two innings pitched. Yeah, they, not, they, not anymore. <laughs> Still, well, the two innings stays. But yeah, if the Scranton Rail Riders, he'll be the first guy at the pen. What's anybody got an update on Steven Ridings? That guy was awesome. He's hurt. Is right? he on the team? I know he was hurt. I don't know if he's back yet or not. He was rehabbing um, during spring training, so I don't know. Under the trust tree for the starters now. Sure, sure. All right, so my trust tree for the starters, and this is strictly a field test, right here, right now. Got to be Nestor Cortez at the top. And it's just like, it's your confidence with, like, and here's the difference, is I said the other one was like X situation, this guy coming in. This one is when you wake up in the morning and you know it's either Nestor Day or Seve Day or Monty Day or whatever the fuck it might be, how pumped are you? Scale 1 to 10. Nestor Day, best day of the week. <laughs> Could be Monday, best day of the week. Nestor Day. I'm going to go with Nestor at top. Seve has looked great. Got to go with him at 2. Montgomery, as of right now, I would take over Garrett Cole. Obviously, this is subject to change. And I do think Cole makes his way up my trust tree in a few starts. But right now, the way better. they've looked, I can't have Garrett Cole above Jordan Montgomery. And then Cole and then Tyone. Tyone just doesn't get it moving for me. I don't, He's looked great. I don't really give a shit. Just doesn't, right. doesn't move it for me. What? That's right, I said. Yeah, I know, but I just, I, I'm not going to put him over Cole right now, even though Cole's been this bad. I would tell you, well, this, the trust tree, confidence rankings, as yeah, of right now, who, if I'm waking up in the morning and I see their name next to the start, I would go Seve. doesn't get it moving for me. I would go Seve 1, uh, and then Nestor 2. Uh, just because, I mean, Seve's so dominant, man. He's been dominant his whole career. Nestor, obviously, we've talked about it at length, but he's just, and I've been the biggest proponent of not just the funny guy, but he is. He, I mean, he is. But he is dominant, and I feel really good with Nestor on the mound. So, I feel Sevy 1, Nestor 2, Monty 3, Tyone 4, and Cole. I, I mean, and, and that's not... It's going to change. It's going to change. This is it's just, going this to change. I'm just saying, going into tomorrow, <clears throat> April 22nd, if I saw any of these five names, that's the order I'd want to see. And this is not going to stay the same for probably more than another week or two. Yeah. But <laughs> as of right now... Coming off of the start that Cole's had and the start that the rest of the guys have had, I, I that's how I have it, and I don't know, dude. Nestor, looking at his stats, Nestor's right now, awesome. Zero ERA, nine innings pitched, seventeen strikeouts. His K's per nine is sixteen point three nine. Dude, he's. I mean, dude, he struck out twelve in the last game. It's hard not to put him at number one right now. Um, I would go Sebi number two just because I I'm. It's all about excitement level. I am. So excited to go with Sevy. I want to go to every home Severino game he pitches. Like, he's – I'm all on board. I he think gets the juices flowing. He gets the juices going. He gets me excited. And I think he's having going to have a hell of a year. We got um, some screams with the bases loaded yeah. uh, jam the other day. That was awesome. Um, I put – um, yeah, He's got, got a lot of it. Got yeah. a lot of these. <laughs> the oh, yeah. cojones. Oh, I'd put um, – I'd put – um. Montgomery at three. I think Montgomery needs a little more love. He's been very, very good. Um, he's just three. like, you know, you're, you know, what you're gonna get out of him, and that makes me confident. Like I know exactly what I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get like five innings, 
maybe you one or two runs and the offense just pick it up, but offense never does. Um, and then Cole and then JMO. It's exactly what I had. Oh, really? Would it be original? Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I think Cole moves up that list in the next couple starts. Yeah, but I, I, he has he, to. He will. He will. If he doesn't, I'm going to be pissed, and that's a lot of money wasted for the good old Yankees. But um, what I wanted to get into next. Is that that same fucking car? Yeah. Um, excuse me, listeners. The car outside is being a cuck. Um, it's, been, it's been a two-hour ordeal. That's why I, this wasn't just random. So Jose Trevino or Higgy? That stopped right on the <laughs> at the end of the line. That was perfect. For just like who we want to start, or or just what do you think? What do you think? I think. What do you think? I mean. I think you mean who do you want playing more potentially right now? If that's the answer, you wake up in the morning, you see the lineup, you see Jose Higgy. Trevino, you see Higgy. Higgy. Who, are you, who are you more pumped about? Higgy. Reason being, I I think he's like he's the answer for the rest of the season, and I think he just needs to get it going. And he's like probably the streakiest hitter I've ever seen in my life because he might be streaker than Stanton. And I think and he's Judge. the streakiest person ever. He goes five for five with five home runs, and then won't hit a pitch for the next hundred at bats. Nobody's streaker than Gallo, but he might be. I mean, yeah, even Gallo's more consistent. Gallo would get a home run every twenty at bats. Gallo will walk or like do other stuff. Higgy is just like it's either strikeout, pop up, or like his his. I want to read you his stats right now. He gets thirty three plate appearances, three hits. That's a point zero nine seven batting average, two fifty four OPS. It's an OPS zero RBIs, negative thirty one OPS plus. And to top it all off, his framing percentage percentile rank is fifty third. Does he then? Have w- any then walks? when you look at Jose Trevino, no, he has no walks. Um, <laughs> I think he has no walks off the top of my head. He's a free swinger. He he, is. he has. I'm sure, his chase rate is pretty high. I'm saying, dude, like I can't remember. I there's never in my mind like I can picture Joey Gallo taking a walk. I can picture it's Aaron Hicks walk. walking. I don't like. There's not a single moment in my head that I can think of of Higgy walking. There's one. It's not bad. Well, for his career, twenty six. Twenty six total walks. Yeah, across six seasons. That's not good. Not great. How many at bats though? Because he's been a bench player. 150 games, 448 played appearances. It's not a lot of walks. Just take a peek at that percentage. You you keep talking the um, math. So Jose Trevino, 10 played appearances, not a lot, but 500 batting average, one stolen base, two RBIs, 917 OPS, 236 OPS plus. But all that is kind of irrelevant because he's only played 10 played appearances. It's not super irrelevant because you know Higgies is is really bad so I mean Jose Trevino if you just want to go with the hot hand he's hot but the biggest takeaway to me is his framing percentile is, is the hundredth percentile yeah his framing is absolutely ridiculous is that's why he's starting because we he, saw that Sebi that's why game. he's that's why he was or the Nestor brought game. to the Yankees and he just happens to be on a hot streak at this moment obviously I don't think this is continue he could easily have next week where he's hitting like Higgy is with a negative 31 OPS plus but the framing percentile that you don't just have you don't have like Hot framing days, like you, it's not a streaky stat. If you have a hundredth in framing, that's why he was brought to the Yankees. He's going to continue doing that, and I think that is better, more beneficial to have him behind the dish right now. And honestly, you can't tell me it's not like a situation with Gary Sanchez where he had 
I know this is not a, a name that we say on this podcast anymore, but it's not the same thing. What's Gary doing? Where, you know, Gary, Gary had that talent where he was like, and he showed it for a little bit, that he was pretty untouchable when it, when it came to a backup replacing the starting catcher. Higgy's not that. He does not have. He's there, there's a reason he's been on the Yankees in the Yankees organization for like fucking twenty years, and he's got dude. He's hundred and fifty plate appearances or whatever the fuck it, whatever it is. Oh yeah, his walk percentage for his career, by the way, is four hundred forty eight plate appearances. What? Oh, four forty eight. So it's a shade under six percent. Yeah, that I'm pretty good. sure major league average so is like twelve. It's not good. <laughs> no, but you know, I don't think it's that crazy to say that I want Jose Trevino, especially just for the time being, because he's the hot hand. Maybe run him out there until he's not the hot hand anymore, and then you have Higgy. I mean, regardless, they're both going to be splitting time, but I'm saying I'm a little more pumped when I see Trevino at the moment because he's better offensively at this moment, small sample size, but the framing, I'm. everybody knows who listens to this podcast knows that I am somebody who loves small ball. I get a pants sent for small ball. I love hits. I love stolen bases. I love good fielding, and framing is a very good thing that I want out of a catcher because the just like the little intricacies of a baseball game is just why you, why you fall in love with the game. It's just like I like that you can steal a strike with framing, and if you're just really yep. fucking bad at it, like Gary was, that's why I, that's that's a big reason why I didn't like Gary. It's just he's just a shitty fucking fielder, and he doesn't look like a catcher. So when you have a guy that can actually, it's like art behind the dish. When you can just make that happen, you make pitchers better. You you change games whether it be a fractional amount, you change games, and it's, it's just great to see. And it's, it's just a feeling of confidence that I'm sure the pitcher has too that throws to that person. It's like you know he's going to receive it well, he's going to frame you some strikes, you might get some calls that you weren't going to get before. Yeah, that's, was it that's my case for Jose Trevino. Was it Nestor the other day that everybody's bitching about the umpire, but it was just Jose Trevino's framing jobs? Yeah. It was just dotting the corners, yeah. and they were a lot of – it may have been him or Sevy, but he was just dotting the corners, a lot of borderline strikes and – I mean, I it mean, was, with, like, the best-graded catching game of the season. Yeah, I mean, with, with Nestor's, like, weird arm angles and then that framing. That combo. That combo's tough. If you throw that combo out every single day, you're winning the World Series. I'm, I'm confident in that, in that combo right there. Is Jose Trevino Higgy's per, not Higgy's, Nestor's personal catcher? I hope so. That'd be the dynamic duel right there that we never knew we needed. <laughs> Jose Trevino and Jose. <laughs> Jose Trevino. They're, they're the Dark Knights. <laughs> The, the watchful protectors of the New oh, York Yankees. We need to put that on a shirt. I can't believe he has one stolen base. You want to, want to hear some uh, cool stat? Uh, I like cool stats. Jose Trevino has played 161 games so far in his career. Yeah. And over that span, he's hitting 251, nine home runs, 57 RBIs, and he has an on-base of 274, OPS of 643. So it's that's about that. what we're going to get over a season. It's not that bad. 250 hitter? I'm okay with that. I mean, the bottom line is our catching offensively is basically an out. Like, if you, if you look at it that way and you just accept it, then I, I, what I think is going to happen and what I think needs to happen is just really a true split between the two. It doesn't really keep them both fresh, keep them both healthy. They're both more than capable behind the plate. I mean, Higgy will give you a little bit of pop, but I, at the end of the day, I'm not upset or excited when either of them's in the lineup. Like, I, there's yeah, never I, a game where I'm checking the lineup because they change it every fucking day where I'm like, okay, my eyes immediately go to catcher. Okay, it's Higgy, thank God. Like, I look, and then I'm like, oh, shit, okay, Trevino's in. Like, sweet. Like, I never am looking at the lineup looking for the catcher because neither of them are amazing offensive options. So, and they both, 
more than hold their weight defensively. So I'm happy with both. To answer your question, I don't really care. You pick a name out of a hat. I don't care that much either. I'm just saying yeah. if I was going to pick one that gets, that gets the juices moving in the morning, it's definitely Jose Trevino right now. And I wouldn't be – It's and like I said, just the point I wanted to make about him not being what Gary Sanchez was at any point is he's not – just untouchable you can he can get moved and get benched or whatever the fuck it may be and he i mean you know you don't expect much out of higgy but you know when you're this bad for periods of times we've seen this a a lot like when we do hot or not we look at things in in sample sizes so we look at them in a two-week time frame i have seen a negative ops plus in the higsters box a lot of times when we do that he just gets so goddamn streaky it's it's i don't know Anyway, I think I agree with Chandler. Just rotate them, get them both the same amount of playing time. Keep them healthy. That's all I'm asking. Keep them healthy, and hopefully one of them is good and gets better and starts more and more and more. I just I don't even care about the offense. I don't there. even think they will. That's the thing. I and that's not me being pessimistic. Just neither of them are really good offensive players. Yeah, so I, I just, don't. I'm not holding my breath on that. Literally, my whole criteria for catcher: keep them healthy. Catch I don't. The ball. I do not give a shit how you do offensively. Because they're both meh. Stay healthy. Give me a decent one-two punch behind the plate where I'm not worried that we're going to lose a playoff series on a pass ball, and I'm happy. Catch the ball and frame well. That's it. That's and throw I out want. runners. Higgy throws out some fucking runners, man. Yeah. He's got a cannon. I, I, I literally, you could, true, you could actually like bat zero, does. and I, I don't really care that much if you're a catcher. You could bat zero and be a damn good framer. I'm cool with it. That's just me. I know a lot of people probably aren't, but... You know, usually you'd think that, and I said this before the season started, is like, I don't really care. I'm kind of happy that we have two defensive catchers platooning and Ben Roadhouse when he comes back, another defensive catcher, because we have an offense that can make up for it. But, you know, that, that ship sailed. So at, at least the catcher isn't a liability. That's that's the thing. So who's buying the Nestor Cortez immaculate inning NFT? <laughs> I can't believe he's fucking doing that. I love Nestor, dude. He's awesome. It. Dude, he's he's. How much you think he's going to go for? Get his bag red, just kind of like he's on cameo too. Right, he's on cameo. How much you think you're the NFT guy? How much you think Nestor Cortez immaculate NFT is going to go for? A couple hundred. You think? Yeah. I'm going to buy it. I don't want to. (laughs) It's a one of one. (laughs) That'll be my first NFT that I would buy. Whenever he wins a Cy Young, it's going to be worth like a million dollars. No, no, no. The immaculate inning. I think that's even cooler. No, that's what I'm saying. His his NFT. Oh, that will be worth. Will more. be worth it once he wins a Cy Young. Yeah, once he wins twelve Cy Youngs. All right, that's it for me. I got an early flight tomorrow morning, so I want to get some sleep. But Do you as do always, hot takes. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's buy ourselves some hot takes before I hit the sheets. <laughs> well, rapid, rapid fire, rapid fire. Uh, yeah, we'll rapid do fire. a little bit of a quick round here. We okay. asked for your rounding third takes on. The swipe up on Instagram, so we're gonna quickly buy or sell them, and uh, Let's yeah, see. Uh, we're gonna miss the postseason. Nope. So judge so. signing elsewhere isn't necessarily bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't talk don't, to me in a couple. Uh, talk to me in a couple months. <laughs> I mean, he's bad. I completely disagree. I, I, I just sell. I don't know why, even know why I thought about that. I, I need Judge to be in pinstripes. The Yankees should have kept Tyler Wade and Bye. let go of Glaber. Bye. No. Okay. Well, I didn't hear the second part. Yeah. He, that's I would buy that they needed. To, they should have kept him. He's doing fucking awesome, and he's the starting shortstop on the Angels right now, and he's doing very well. 
let's and he see. plays every position. I don't know why we got rid of Tyler Wade. I have no clue. It Especially when people get hurt, too. We're going to need Tyler Wade. We have Let's Mar- trade for we Tyler Wade. And we didn't have a shortstop on the roster. You could have, rather than making this trade for IKF, who I know has been fine, like Tyler Wade is pretty similar. I like Tyler Wade. I don't know. Tyler Wade fan club. OGs. Let's see. I miss Tyler Wade. Here we go. I'll make that a shirt. We don't have to wait. <laughs> make that a shirt. I miss Tyler Wade. <laughs> <laughs> I'd wear that. <laughs> Cole will bounce back big, and we make a big trade at the deadline and make a very deep playoff push. I don't even want to talk about the deadline right now, and I don't want to talk about the We're going to make the playoffs. It's going to be fine. Everything's great. I'm going to – I'll buy it, but – Hicks should stop being a switch hitter and just hit righty. Mm. Is he that much But I know we talk about the numbers being better from the right side versus the left, but I haven't checked it in a while. I'll have to look into that. Tentative buy. Kiner Falefa leads the Yankees in hits at the end of the year. So. I'll buy that. Actually, buy. He would have he would have done it last year. Actually, no, it's going to be DJ, so. Oh, that's yeah. true. That's true. Pinch Gala for 10 business days. <laughs> for 10 <laughs> business <laughs> days. <laughs> buy. Stop sitting Glaber. Please and thanks. Uh, buy. Yeah. No, sell. Fuck that. You want them to keep sitting him? If he keeps sucking, yeah. <laughs> Give him a chance. He's Ugh. So. Bye. Uh, a lot of them are just Gallo sucks. We suck. The Yankees will sign Juan Soto. No. So. Yeah, right. I what wish. What do you turn That'd down? So $400 cool. million? Yeah, there's not a fucking chance. I said this before. I think it was off air, though. I know these are all rumors and they're all ridiculous, but if there was ever a person that the Yankees would pony up for, he literally fits the bill. And I said this on the way to like the movies or something. He is literally the only reason why I give some merit to this ridiculous rumor is that, you know, judge, there's the obvious reason why you're not going to give him extension. There's the injury history. He's 30. He's almost 30 years old. All these people, like there's reasons why you wouldn't give them these contracts. He's fucking 20, like three years old. He's a generational hitter. He's amazing. He doesn't really get hurt. He's a generational hitter. He's got the best eye ever. He's everything you don't have. And he's exciting. He's young. You can you can sell tickets with him. It's just like, everything about him. Everything about him is amazing. Juan Soto bobblehead night at the stadium every night. Every single night. Every night. I <laughs> I would literally just get a fucking NFT of him doing the Soto shuffle and everything like that. It's just like this guy. The only reason why I give it some semblance of merit is because he is the just perfect person to invest in i think if somebody, that's why even the yankees wouldn't pass up on that i think if somebody walked into house steinberg's office and said i got a proposition for you we're gonna have to give out about half a billion dollars for you know 10 15 years i think that house steinberg would actually have cashman or whoever proposed that assassinated there's no probably. fucking way he's cutting a check for that much money probably it's about it the rest are all just about how much gallo sucks which is fair. Dude, they make that money back so quickly. Yeah, well. Fucking Juan Soto jerseys. They're making that back in a fucking minute. I really would like Juan Soto. I would buy a Juan Soto That'd be really fucking cool. I, I would buy it, too. Let's start with Tyler Wade. Let's get Tyler Wade back in his stripes, and then everything will That's fall into place. dream team right there. Yeah, it's only to win a World Series. Everything will fall into place. Juan Just Soto, throw, throw Mike Trout in that deal, too, when we get Tyler Wade because he gets hurt all the time, so we'll just take him off his hands. Off the, off the Angels' hands, but... Get rid of that bad contract weighing him down. Yeah, shitty contract. <laughs> um, all right, that is it for me. As always, appreciate you guys taking the time to spend a little bit of time with us. Uh, if you could give us a five-star review on iTunes, that'd be fantastic. Download the Chalkboard app. Join our group chat. We got 200 strong. 
200 Strong of the Faithful in there right now, growing every day. By the time I hit record on this episode to now, probably got 250 in it. I don't know. But go download the app. Love you guys. All the guys at 161st Street, I just have two words for you. See ya. So what we get drunk? So what we smoke weed? We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what we go out? Hey, let me get a lighter, That's please. Because you know I'm high as fuck and I forgot one. Keep that in there. Oh. So what? I keep them rolled up, sagging my pants, not caring what I show. Keep it real with my niggas, keep it playing for these hoes. It look clean, don't it? Washed it the other day, watch how you lean on it. Eat me some 501 jeans on it, roll joints bigger than King Kong's fingers. And smoke them hoes down to they stingers. You a class clown, and if I skip for the damn with your bitch smoking gray, so hey. Uh. <laughs> so what? We smoke weed, we're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what we go out, that's how it's supposed to be Living young and wild and free Yeah, huh you know what? It's like I'm 17 again. Peach fuzz on my face. Looking on the case. Trying to find a hella taste. Oh my God. I'm on the chase. Chevy is getting kind of heavy. Relevant selling it. Dipping away. Time keeps slipping away. Zipping the safe. Flipping for pay. Tipping like I'm dripping in paint. Up front. Four blunts like Khalifa. Put the wheat in so the jay. Hey. So what? We smoke weed. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what we go out, that's how it's supposed to be Living young and wild and free Yeah, roll one, smoke one When you live like this, you're supposed to party Roll one, smoke one And we all just having fun So we just roll one, smoke one When you live like this, you're supposed to party Roll one, smoke one and we all just having fun So what we get drunk <laughs> So what we smoke yeah. weed We're just having fun <laughs> We don't care who sees <laughs> So what we yeah. go out That's how it's supposed to be yeah. Living young and wild and free wow. we living So dog? what we get drunk So what, so what we smoke weed We're just having fun we don't care who sees. So what we go out? That's how it's supposed to be. Living young and wild and free. Yeah. <laughs> High school, man. Hey, Wes, I'm gonna get with you in third period tomorrow. I'll holler at you.